Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Morbid early and ad-free. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. You're listening to a Morbid Network podcast. Audible lets you enjoy all your audio entertainment in one app. You'll always find the best of what you love or even something new to discover. They offer an incredible selection of audiobooks across every single genre, from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, mysteries, thrillers, which I'm super into lately, motivation, wellness, business, and even more. Audible's the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases and next listen recommendations to habituate every type of thriller listener. Keep your heart rate up month after month with this pulse-pounding collection that you can't hear anywhere else. I actually just finished listening to, it's one of my favorite stories, but listening to it was even cooler. It was The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. It's narrated by Bernadette Dunn, and I think they just have one of the best voices for an audiobook. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash morbid or text morbid to 500-500. That's audible.com slash morbid or text morbid to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash morbid. One of the first things that I notice about people, it's going to sound so weird, but it's their teeth. I am obsessed with a good pair of teeth, and I always want to have a good pair of teeth. Do you even call them pairs of teeth? I don't think so. But anyways, achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners, you guys. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? What's your secret about your pair of teeth? Why do they look so good? To get started, all you need to do is order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered right to your door. They make it easy to kick off your smile journey. Bites treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, they accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA or FSA. I freaking loved using my bite aligners. I would wear them during the day and nobody would even know that I was wearing them because they're kind of like invisible. It's pretty iconic. And my teeth, my pair of teeth look great. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code MORBID at bite.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with bite. Hello there. Hello, everybody. We just want to jump on here before the episode starts to let you know it's a collab episode. And today we had the amazing, the hilarious, the wonderful, the talented, amazing Halloween costume creator and whittler. Oh, whittler. Whittler of the century. Cameron Esposito. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure whittler is actually on the resume that she presents to, but of course you know um cameron's amazing we had so much fun we began this episode with a little like just kind of fun halloween trivia because mm-hmm. this was our halloween episode for the wondery plus subscribers and we did that until so the trivia goes until about 15 minutes 15 and a half minutes in there it's going to be a little later than that with this intro but i just wanted to give you guys the option if you don't feel like listening to trivia it's totally up to you it was pretty funny i was I gonna say, say you might not feel like it but like test it out a little bit and you know what i just wanted to give you the option because this we also covered the hellfire club and some hauntings associated with that some murders associated with that it's pretty interesting but that starts around the maybe 16 minute mark or 17 just wanted to give you the option just so you know but uh it was a really fun episode and you can also check Cameron out at some live dates. Hell yeah, brother. 
Uh, she's going to be in San Francisco, November 12th. She's going to be in Seattle, November 20th, Vancouver on the 3rd of December. She's in Chicago on the 30th and the 31st of December. So oh, that will be a fun show. Honey. And uh, for next year in March, Burlington, Vermont, and uh, a little place called Boston, Massachusetts, which you better believe we will be there. Beantown, baby. Laugh Boston. We're going to be there March 12th next year. So go check out Cameron because Cameron's really funny and we adore her a lot. Yay. <laughs> so enjoy the episode, everybody. Hey, weirdos, I'm Ash. And I'm Elena. And I'm Cameron. And this <laughs> is Morbid. Cameron Esposito in the house. <laughs> Cameron, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, I'm in the Zoom house. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, not really actually, like the house, but. Actually, that's not true. I'm in your house. Oh, kind of. Thanks for showing up. Where are you? <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I thought maybe, yeah, I thought that would. Which room? <laughs> I'm in the basement. Oh, cool. To you, the babysitter. I'm sorry. It smells musty down there. <laughs> was that a big part of babysitting for y'all growing up? Oh yeah, yeah. Did, when a stranger calls, was that I can't I can't remember if we're I think I think you're both younger than me, but I can't remember how significantly. I'm 36. Was, what was I'm 26. Okay, so yes. So okay, so 36. <laughs> yes, that's still within the range. Yeah. 26. I probably like we what, had the final destination. I literally don't even know what. Would, what did you grow up with? She had like the reboot. I had I the think. reboot of um of uh one miss or not one missed call. The when a stranger calls. when a stranger calls. Thank you. Yeah, you, you had like. The re the, the the movie version. Yeah, and we had like the urban right. legend that you that you tell people. Yeah, so scary, so scary. It used to freak me out wicked bad when I was babysitting, and I used to babysit my uncle's kids, and his house is also haunted. On top of that, like on top of fearing that the call would That's be coming from inside news. the house, <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot of pressure for like fourteen year old Ash. We're getting paid enough. <laughs> no, no, this is really bad. This is really, really <laughs> bad, guys. It was bad. <laughs> And there was also that urban legend that went along with that. That was like about the babysitter. And she calls the mom and is like, why? That weird clown statue oh. is freaking me out. And she's like, what? we don't have a clown statue. Have yeah. you heard that one oh, before? God. Yeah. I, oh, I don't even know that one. What about the hook? It's scratching at the yes. car. The car. They're making out of the car. The scratching, scratching. It's a hook. It's a hook. <laughs> takes off the ribbon. Whoa, her neck falls oh, off. Oh, that's what my favorite one. one. I love that That's one. The green one. ribbon. Have you ever seen the movie Urban Legend? Oh, you know what? That is my era. Oh, no, yeah. I haven't because I'm scared of everything. <laughs> so I, like, I haven't really, there's a lot of, actually, this is, this is like, cause I, cause I live in Vancouver right now cause I'm shooting a TV show. And, um, the reason this is all going to make sense is like, I'm scared of everything to a degree that's like kind of not okay. Like I like, but I'm curious about it. Right. So I read the summaries of things. I think we talked about this last time I was on the show, but I like read the summaries about things or like, I'll look up a, a still and then I'll try to match the moment, but I just, I can't have them be moving <laughs> pictures. I'm like creating movies again for myself. <laughs> I like that's, that. Like, the most I good, can do. A good strategy. And it is funny. Yeah. It is funny now that like, like that's how I've always been, but then I grew up in, 
somehow work in Hollywood. And so sometimes even like there's a there's a friend of mine that I've had dinner with up here, Liv Hewson, who's on the show Yellow Jackets. Ooh. Have you seen that show? No, Everybody it's I like on Showtime. I need it's like to about watch like a murderous it, group of soccer players or something. Yeah. But like it what I'm saying is now it's at the point where sometimes I know people that are in these things and I have to say to them, I've heard such great stuff about your show <laughs> and I think maybe cannibals or like what tell me about what you did today or because i can't see any of it and i can't support you in this way but i've seen the i've seen the poster and, and i love it great very poster, cool poster you know? yeah there's a bee yeah, i was gonna say there's a bee on it there you go so nice support you know the bees. like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i'll support the bees yeah, like that's you. as far as I can. <laughs> I tried to watch five seconds of that show. There's just it just starts with a woman is running in the forest. That's all that happens. And I'm like, oh, man. Nope, Actually, that's I all you that. need. You're like, animal. I can't. Okay, okay, that's. I don't even. I can't do it. <laughs> I want to watch that. That's we've. Um, you're like the fortieth person to suggest that lately. Yeah, that show. it's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be amazing. Heard really good things. Yeah. Hey guys, I have to tell you about this all-in-one shake that I'm freaking loving. It's called Kachava. I love saying it. It's actually hands down the best thing that I've found to help me get all my essential nutrients into one day. Kachava is the all-in-one superfood shake made up of high-quality plant-based nutrients. It's got greens, superfruits, plant proteins, antioxidants, adaptogens, probiotics, in other words, literally everything that your body craves to feel your best. And I know what you're thinking. Something that good for me cannot possibly tastes good. Mm, wrong. That's where Kachava really earns their over 52,000 five-star reviews. It actually tastes freaking amazing. It's very creamy and smooth and it comes together with just water and it comes in five delicious flavors. Personally, vanilla and chai are my personal favorites, but it also comes in chocolate, matcha, and coconut acai, which I still need to try. Some people like to drink it as part of a healthy breakfast or lunch, and other people love it as a protein-packed snack before or after a workout. It's really perfect for that because it has 25 grams of plant protein per serving. Personally, I like to add mine to my overnight oats. I add a scoop and I mix it all up to get a little more protein into my oats. And literally, I can have that for breakfast and feel satiated, nourished, beautiful, functioning, all throughout my day. It's incredible. Please send me more of it because I love it so much. It makes me feel very, very good. And guess what, guys? Kachava is offering our listeners 10% off for a limited time. Just go to kachava.com slash morbid, spelled K-A-C-H-A-V-A, and get 10% off your first order. That's K-A-C-H-A-V-A.com slash morbid. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. So should we jump into some, we have some Halloween trivia for you today. Well, game show. Well, obviously I'm already sweating. I was, 
I laid the ground for, I can't even watch somebody run in the forest. Exactly. So I think we really, we match this up perfectly. We can start off like kind of easy because they're not, they're not all scary. Come on, you bring, know? It, bring it, bring them. Yeah. Bring it. All right, let's do this. All right, Cam, do you know what was used before pumpkins to make jack-o'-lanterns? Humans. Humans. <laughs> wow, that's a great answer. <laughs> Although a great answer, no. <laughs> the Irish actually started the tradition of making jack-o'-lanterns, and they used potatoes and turnips for jack-o'-lanterns, but then they realized that pumpkins were a lot easier and larger, and they could carve those. <laughs> oh my god, wait. Did they... They carved them? Yeah. They would, like, put, like, faces on them. Takes a lot more skill. Wow, they had better knives than I thought they did. Sure did. Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, maybe, like, really sharp, like, spoons that they just, like, carved with, you know? Oh. They had more patience than us. They also had, like, a lot of time. That's true. So much time. (laughs) All the time. Oh, you know what? I'm forgetting. You're right. And, like, skills. Yeah. Like, knife skills. Like, a different amount of, like, carving. They're, like... Because this is the era where they're like, I made you a toy. It's a soldier. You know, <laughs> I yeah. heard this. He literally whittled yeah. this out of a tree branch. Yeah, I, f- I forgot all yeah. this. Do you, do you know when I was when I was going through sad boy divorce times, I took a, a spoon carving class and then I just would sit in my backyard. This is real. I didn't even know that was real. Hearts. <gasps> I would whittle hearts out of wood and that's cut right. my fingers and be like, yeah, that feels right. And oh my I god, that's so emo. <laughs> you were like, love hurts. You went through an yeah. emo phase. Yeah, that's like, great. Very, very emo, yeah. I love you were so, blasting anyway. my chemical romance <laughs> while spoon whittling. <laughs> Time for a third question. What is the most commercially successful horror franchise of all time? This is a tough Saw. one for you because Saw. you don't even like them. Oh, I Saw would say movies. Saw too. I would also think Saw. Or Halloween. Or Halloween. Or I would even think like maybe like um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. You guys are going to be as shocked as I was. What is it? Godzilla. Godzilla. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That doesn't even, that's a monster movie. I was going to say, is that a horror? But it's not a monster movie. It's That's sci-fi. That's not, wait, did you say? I did say horror franchise. (laughs) That's actually incorrect. That is is sci-fi. Because. Yeah, let's talk about this for a second. And I'm going to make a point. Uh, I'm going to make a case for why. So I don't know everything about this, but the the monsters that are in the Godzilla universe, don't they come from the center of the Earth? Like they come yeah, from like a different sure era do. that's in the center. They yeah, come from the like center the of the sea. Earth, right? I've never yeah. seen Godzilla. Yeah, I think they come from the center of the Earth. But I believe I think they come you. from I think they come from the center of the Earth. And then that's that's and they like merge through the oceans for mm-hmm. that reason. Uh, I think for a monster movie to be horror, something has to happen to somebody. Am I wrong? Does that feel right? That like feels, it's, that feels right, right to, to be me. bit by something or sewn together by a doctor. Yeah. But like if you just come from the earth, I don't think that counts as horror. I don't really think so either. I wish I had read that question before I asked. It's it. the biology of it all. <laughs> I feel like if you just oh um, no, it's nice to you know break it down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, because I would say that's sci-fi. Yeah, there needs to be like sci-fi some monsters. some wound involved for a horror movie, you know, or like some yeah, it needs so then to be like a Freddy Krueger kind of something bad <laughs> so, happened yeah. and you became that. Yeah, I think we're right. I yeah. think it's. I'm curious if it's actually if we took Godzilla out of it for debate. Right, sake. I, I know what it, it would be. Actually, the Saw movies. 
You should Google it while I'm I ask Google the next question. Because I got to know so now. many of them and they all do so well. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's a very good point. When you said that, I was like, wait, I feel like my answer is wrong or the answer that I have in front of me. Oh. Like I won't take credit for this. <laughs> I'm simply not taking credit for it. <laughs> However, I do have another question. And you might know this one. I didn't know this one. What item is banned in California on Halloween? Toilet paper. Close. <laughs> Think vandalism. Eggs. Close. Do, do you want to try eggs? one more it's time? Like what else can you do? Yeah, eggs. Okay. How do you paper. vandalize a home? Spray paint. Ooh. Oh. What? What am I talking about? This has nothing to do with Halloween. <laughs> Eggs. <laughs> We're like eggs? crowbars. That's I what you do on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, vandalism? What? What can you what use? Wait, to- like, but you already said toilet paper. Yeah, I yeah. said eggs. Light those vandalism. Are the vandalisms. Light vandalism. You were on track with toilet paper and sort of eggs. Sort of eggs. Pudding. Chocolate pudding thrown at a house. What wow. a terrible thing to do to somebody. Great idea. Whoa. It's silly string. Oh. What? <laughs> I feel like I'm not mad at silly string. Like I'd be more mad at being toilet paper. Oh, silly string is egged. well, maybe it's because of like the environment. Oh, do you know what yeah. we used to do growing up if if we were like really messing with somebody. So constantly, people's houses were toilet papered that were in my friend group. But the other thing we used to do is fork somebody's lawn. Do you know what that fork is? Fork somebody's lawn? No. Yeah. What it's is where that? you take? I mean, and this is by the way, like this is not environmentally okay. But <laughs> you take, you go, you take like a ton of plastic forks stick them all into somebody's lawn it is the most annoying thing to possibly truly are a are like thousands of, of forks that's wow. diabolical it's also <laughs> dedication because you have to be in that Damn. person's lawn for like a hot second well, I'm from that's the bold. suburbs, and so the things to do were destroy other people's homes <laughs> yeah. in ways that they could recover from, but their parents hated you for. You yeah, know what I mean? light like, it's vandalism. Like, yeah. What else was around? Yeah. <laughs> what were we supposed to do, okay? Also, I looked it up. The Conjuring series. Oh, uh, that that, that makes sense to me, too. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, or it's like a ghost thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I knew it was like one of those new... Yeah. I know paranormal activity things. kind I would, of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the other say. one I was going to say. It was yeah. It I'm probably, surprised it wasn't that. It probably was that for a while, and then Conjuring came and swooped in. There's right? a lot of yeah. Conjuring movies, and they do well. There's apparently. also a lot of delicious candy in the world. Another segue, guys. <laughs> do you know what the most popular Halloween candy is in America? Razor blades. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, uh do that is that even a thing? Do parents still check candy for razor blades? I am a I am crazy yeah. and I'm I like my kids like have barely had any Halloween candy because I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll go through this. And I end up throwing most of it out because I'm just freaked out mm. that people have like touched it. I feel like it's yeah. more like open seals that people yeah. are looking for. Got it. Okay. So it's less actual razor blades, yeah. which yeah. was which was for sure what I yep. thought was in every Reese's peanut butter cup growing up. Um, 100%. What's the most popular candy? It's going to be something like stupid. It it's going to be like a Three Musketeers or something dumb like that. No, it's uh it's not chocolate. What? I'll tell oh. you that. What? I know, right? Not chocolate. Uh, Starburst? No, that's no. nothing. It's not that. Wait, it's not that. Starburst? No, nope. it's not that. Licorice? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be wild. Um, this is hard. loose candy corn. No, it's not that. Um, oh God, I 
got nothing. Oh, imagine so, just getting loose candy corn. Oh, how <laughs> like somebody just has like a bowl of candy corn yes. and they just plop some in your trick or treat bag. I'd be like, uh, I prefer. Is that like is that a trick you're pulling? <laughs> That's not a treat. I'm um, I'm only a chocolate candy person. So I if know. It's not a chocolate candy. I don't even. I'm off the. I've got nothing. Oh, I don't discriminate against candy. I, I love all candies. Is it like a Mike and Ike? <laughs> no, but like I, I could see where your head's at. That's the only it's... other candy I'm thinking of. What is it? Are you guys ready? Yeah, it's Skittles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was gonna be like a deeper cut. Skittles, just Skittles. People wow. fucking love a Skittle. Damn, I hate Skittles. Really? Yeah. What a useless thing. Oh, I Seriously. love Skittles. I just don't like the green, the new green. Ones. I was just gonna say I don't like the new green because mm, it like tastes like um, wow. yeah, apple. No, if I'm talking about a small thing that's covered in a shell, it's a peanut M&M. Oh. It's, it's actually, that's it. I like oh, M&M's. I, M&M. I don't like the peanut M&M's. And <gasps> I do like peanuts. I think peanut M&M's are, it's like a regular M&M is a trail of peanut m Yeah. I don't like, I don't really like regular. Like, I'll eat them if they're there and I'm like, wow, yeah. I need chocolate. But a peanut M&M has that like little savory bit. A peanut M and M feels healthy to me, and I don't <laughs> yes. want that when I'm eating that's, my candy. That's my own delusion too. By the yeah. way, these are these are like this is you know this is like eating disorder remnants from from a younger days where it's like a, a chap a piece of candy that has a nut in it. Absolutely, I'm like health. this is health food. Yeah, yeah. this is health so, and wellness. Health benefits. <laughs> yeah. It is heart healthy something. You can, yeah, you know you can work on those behaviors and those thoughts, but they're still in there. They, they are. are. Oh, still, yeah. There's still a part of you that's like, <laughs> and they just taste good. They're just they good. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, agree to disagree. All right. And this is just a random percentage question for y'all. What percent of U.S. homes decorate uh, their yards for Halloween or their homes? Criminally low. 20. Yeah. Higher than that. 32. Higher than that. <laughs> 40. Higher than that. Whoa. What? Yeah, 54. 50? Oh, so close with the 54. 55. 53. 52. Whoa, 52. look at me. I it. 52. Wow. Wow. I, that's shocking. Yeah, I know. I was uh, surprised by that, too. That's like half of us. Damn. Wow. I'm like, not in my neck of the that's woods. That's like 50% because of us. I'm the annoying neighbor with all my Halloween decorations <laughs> out, and nobody else in town is decorated. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I. This That feels... Can I ask you a question? Did of course. Did Godzilla write the percentage there? Because that feels wrong. Well, uh, maybe. It was a super perhaps. secret identity person that put them together. But yeah, that was our Halloween trivia for you. And now... I think we did great. I think you both did so <laughs> wonderful. You get the prize of recording together. Whoa. Yay. Woo. I have a win a recording. Trivia. I have a Halloween trivia. Ooh, Ooh what is it? It it's um what was what was I for more Halloweens than any other? I have that question too. I wonder if okay, our well, answer is the do same. You, do you both have one that you were were you do you, do you both have one you were for multiple Halloweens? Do you? I don't think you do. You change it up every year. I do change I was something for multiple Halloweens though. Oh you were? Okay, mm-hmm. let's all give our answers. But we should all okay. guess, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right can so... you give us any kind of hint, Cam? Uh, I don't. How do I not like give it away? I know. Um, I was just thinking that. Actually, I whittled something that was a part of this Halloween costume. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Were you a witch? Uh-uh. Okay, I was thinking you like whittled your wand. A yeah, pirate. Uh-uh, but I was a pirate. I was a pirate for one. Right, I was thinking whittled been a pirate. Whittled something to be this this character. Hmm. Um. Anybody from Star Wars, and you did a lightsaber. Ooh. No, that's such a good no, no. That's such good a guess. good guess. Okay. Uh huh. Um. This is the thing I whittled. It really would. Well, there'd be something attached to it, but it would be, really would be made of wood in sort of like a hmm. traditional wood. in like a real in the real world setting. Were you a beaver? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, Would were you, you a beaver? <laughs> <laughs> or a woodchuck? Multiple times. <laughs> many, many times. Okay, you want you want additional hints? Yeah. Yeah, maybe one uh, more. Stealing from the rich. Sherwood Forest. Oh, Robin Hood. Yeah, yes. Robin Hood. The oh. way that I almost just said Peter Pan. <laughs> Dude, I confuse Peter <laughs> Pan do. and Robin Hood constantly. <laughs> it's like Robin a problem Hood. in my life. Oh, that's a good costume. Yeah. That is a good costume. I was costume. Robin Hood for multiple Halloweens. I whittled my own bows and arrows that, like, then I wore on my back in a quiver that I made out of, like, a belt with, like, a piece of Hell yeah. that's rad. belt on it. And it would all constantly turn upside down and dump their arrows out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where you're just, like, some kids had, like, a full costume that they got from the store. And then there was me. <laughs> and then there was just, me. Like, I think yours was better from the sounds of Homemade it. Homemade is yeah, always better. It's true. Yeah. Always. All right. What was yours, Elena? Um, mine, or or what's your hint? So I'm trying we to can, can try to guess. It's this is really hard to. I know hints are hard without giving it away. You would think that I would know too. It is um something in it's like a horror movie version of somebody in the medical field. <laughs> oh, Doctor Doctor Frankenstein. It was like a generic version. It was like a mad scientist. You were that a couple years? I was like three years a mad scientist. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. I love that. Like huge hair and everything. Yeah, and yeah, it, I love it that. It checks. Yeah. Like that checks out. Yeah. I and then that. I just like I became that. a mad scientist. Yeah, yes. here we are today. That. So there yeah, we go. Totally. Great. All right. Mine's going to be hard. And you know the answer, I know so you can't guess. guess. So Cam, guess. you're in this one alone. Okay. Help me come up with a hint, Alina. That doesn't give it away. Ooh. Um, There's a Tim Burton film about yeah. this. Boom. There you go. <laughs> An animated uh, Tim you were Burton a corpse. film. You were a bride. I was you a were... dead bride. Yes. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> I was a dead bride for three years in a row. And I really want to like do a case study on that and find out why. <laughs> like, what does that say about me? As a child, you, yeah. You were a child. Yeah, yeah. it was Man, third grade. Child. Or no, I think it was second grade, third grade, and fourth grade. <laughs> She went for it. Yeah. My parents what? had divorced That's... like a long time ago. So maybe I was just like, mm, brides are dead inside. I think let's go. That's so funny. Yeah. You know who else was a dead bride? Lindsay Lohan in a little movie called Moon Girl. My sure was. favorite motion picture of all time. <laughs> a cinematic masterpiece, if you will. <laughs> Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to Amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's Amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash wondery and use code wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Well, I think now that we've done um, our fun trivia and talked about Halloween, let's talk about the Hellfire Club in England. All right. Because why not? At first, I was going with like a theme of hotels, and this kind of came out of a hotel and then turned into something totally different. Right. So, cool. so here we are. And I feel like this kind of checks. It's kind of Halloween-y. Yeah. A little bit. So we're going to talk about the Hellfire Caves that are part of the Hellfire Club. And the George and Dragon Inn that is nearby is a little bit part of the spooky history. So the Hellfire Caves are in Buckinghamshire and are man-made caves. And we're going to get to that in a minute. That already sounds made up. Sure does. Buckinghamshire? Right? Right, yeah. (laughs) They just put together the two most British words. (laughs) Buckinghamshire. Sure. The Queen Biscuit? That's not a thing. That's that's nothing. (laughs) Truly. I did not make this up. It's a real thing. <laughs> Go ahead. I promise. But they date back to 1748-ish. Oh, so that's ancient. So pretty old. Pretty old. And are a series of tunnels and chambers used by the n- most notorious pagan-inspired club ever, the Hellfire Club. And this is not the Eddie Munson from Stranger Things version, although I love that there's like a connection here as an Eddie Munson head. Mm. Cam, I've have you seen it. Stranger Things? I watched the first several seasons. I don't, I'm not caught up, but I, I'm only caught up on TikTok. I don't know who you're talking about. You know Eddie Munson. I feel like I'm not alone for the first time ever. Yeah, you got to watch this season. But you haven't watched any of it. I watched the first episode. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I'm running up that hill. You see what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not not like fully caught up, but like I'm caught up. But I'm running up that hill. I'm like looking up the hill. (laughs) Yeah, you're like gazing up at the hill. Yeah. Well, either way, there is a little bit of a connection here, I guess, because hellfire clubs were supposed to be this place you could like totally be yourself even your darkest self with no judgment no consequences it was a place of like-minded people later men only but it did begin with men and women there was no gender rules in the beginning and then all of a sudden they decided to go backwards and we're like let's take that away wow yeah they were like why are we going forward but it was a place where they could you know drink gamble get busy with their mistresses in a place that nobody could find them. And I suppose if you're saying like there's some kind of connection between the Hellfire Club and Stranger Things, a bunch of D&Ders getting together with like-minded individuals, no place of judgment, it kind of checks. It checks. I get why they named it that. But Hellfire Clubs were clubs in early England known for a place of debauchery and Satanism. Like that's what they were known as. Founded in 1719 by Philip, Duke of Wharton. Uh, He got his friends together and was like, let's start a club. That was the beginning of it. They were like, want to start a club? And these clubs were very secretive. Like, even now, people don't know what actually went on in there. I love that. They're just kind of taking bits and pieces of reports and things they found. But it was super secretive. Hmm. And... Like I said, in the beginning, they dared to include men and women in their membership, which 
help fuel the idea that there must be Satanism in there. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> if you're like, that's what I was like when you're yeah. describing it, you're like, it's like gambling, drinking, Satanism. I'm like, yeah. what is Satanism? Is yeah. what I realized I don't know the answer when you just described that sounds like Vegas. What you, what you described and thank you for so. saying that. Because there's a lot of things about this that I swear Vegas just pulled right from Hellfire Club. Vegas was inspired. Even their motto at one point becomes what what happens underground stays underground. Which what? is just very Vegasy. And what terrifying. happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So I think they just ripped right from here. It also just never does, though. What happens in Vegas, I hear about on a podcast a week later. And you know what? Hellfire Club, what stayed underground, really did stay underground for the most part. So they part. really, they took it to heart. So they really did it. And this club had, like, politicians in it, very elite and powerful people. Um, even the Earl of Sandwich <laughs> was a member. Right, right. John Montague. That guy. That guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Sandwich guy. He was a member. And the whole premise of the clubs was to allow the members to be completely independent from traditional societal rules. Basically, do what you want. They drank, they had orgies, they mocked the church, just like all kinds of shit. They were like, living down there. And mocking the church was like the biggest thing that made them like Satanists. They were like, oh, you must be with the devil. But it was just them kind of just having fun. They're vibing. <laughs> This is so, I mean, this is so, I think what's funny about it is like, just we've always needed space. Yeah. To not deal with (laughs) societal (laughs) constraints. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how, I don't like, how grateful I am that many of these things can just be done in my own hotel room. Exactly. Exactly. And that you, you don't need to meet in an underground cave. Beneath. Yes. (laughs) You close your hotel room door like what happens underground stays underground. <laughs> just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm just debauching in here. They're like, we just have your suitcases. <laughs> we we're just bringing the room service. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, according to Burials and Beyond, which is a really cool website, uh, they had nun-themed sex parties. <laughs> nun-themed <laughs> sex parties? Were there real nuns? No. I don't think so. I think these were just... Uh, just facetious nuns but yeah it was it was going on and this was in the 1700s yeah so people have always been kind of rad people have always been cheeky i like that. <laughs> that's right you know what is like much creepier than this to me because this to me just actually feels like kind of silly maybe I'm it is like, maybe i'm it feels silly not spooky at all but do you know what an anchorite or an anchoress is no. oh i've heard of that it's a per- it's like a nun or like a priest who wanted to be like specifically devoted to like one church yep and one and like and also to solo prayer and that person would like pledge to a particular physical church and then the church would build a little thing around the outside and wall them into it with like a um a little window what? and that's where the person would live for the rest of their life why in would a little you want cell that? that's walled to the outside of the church usually so so you could visit if you were like what whatever and so that church was like very then very blessed by that particular person and the town would be you know happy about them or whatever but anyway that these Damn. this would have existed at the same time yeah this yeah. is what i'm thinking like these motherfuckers are like we're, we're hard asses <laughs> we go in a cave below <laughs> a thing and have a nun themed <laughs> sex party it's like no this is fucking chill you know yeah. who is who is 
who is not chill. Like, <laughs> who's not chill at all is the fucking nun walled to the church above you, dog. That fucking nun is, that is nuts over there. She's living in a wall right now. Yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. A, wall yourself with into like a, a little... church so I know it's real. Yeah, with, with like a little like male shoot that you can, oh you know, like. For just like their daily whatever. bread. Like, fuck, that that's shit is, wild. that's bananas. That's the yeah. definition of spooky. And what's wild is these people are existing doing this. So this thing, their main, like, meeting area when they end up going underground in these tunnels was right under a church. 100%. So that's happening above them. <laughs> exactly. Idiots and above them is this here. person just like, I'll just, talk to no one but God. I'm going to live in this wall. Holy oh shit. God. That, that yeah. like, makes me feel like I'm walled up in yeah. a church. I know. It's also like Edgar Allan Poe walks by and is like, what if I did that He's to like, someone else? And then I like, I asked yeah. for this. Like, what's scarier? You know what I mean? Like, it's like so scary. That's all I scary. Think I asked for this is scarier. <laughs> I agree. asked for this. Absolutely. That wins. Yeah, it does. That's, you're in a place of, ah, <laughs> I asked for this. Whoa, holy shit. They're selling merch outside that says, I asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> buy a t-shirt they like uh, push them through the slots so the nun can whoop. sign <laughs> that's so wild man oh man wow that's scary that's way scarier because they just came together to do these crazy parties they discuss and they also like to like have like a finer moment where they would discuss literature yeah with each other totally. first totally. orgy then literature yeah it was essentially the finer things club from the office but with orgies <laughs> like that's what it was <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and in 1721, actually, King George I heard about all this and all the rumors that were happening, and he actually outlawed it, like wouldn't allow it to happen. So then they were doing it like under, like, the, you know, behind the king's back. Ooh. But nobody gave a shit. They were like, okay, <laughs> sure, George. But in 1746, Sir Francis Dashwood decided to form another version of this club. He called it like a ton of shit, but it was a hellfire club. That's what it essentially was. They did get called that eventually, but they started by calling themselves the dilettanti. And his club, which is like, woohoo. And his clubs did not allow women to join. Lame. Because why not just progress backwards at this point, you yeah. know? And it was supposed to be very highbrow. And this one was supposed to be, it was touted as a men's study group to talk about literature, ancient Greece, history. They were just fancy. I'm That's so sure. But again, it was just a gentleman's club is what they were calling it. And after attending some Hellfire clubs himself, he decided he was really going to lean into their ideals. So this eventually got called the Monks of Med Medmenham, I believe it was, and the Order of the Knights of St. Francis. Ooh, I prefer the latter. Yeah, which was gen then eventually called Hellfire Club. But Benjamin Franklin was a member of that Hellfire Club. That also checks. Because he lived well, in England for a while. You know, that no makes sense. No wonder he wanted to invent glasses. <laughs> there, there you go. He wanted to see it. He wanted to see what was going on. <laughs> he was like, I feel like I'm missing a huge part of this. Let me put my specs on. <laughs> it's dark in the caves. So Hellfire Club, again, all about pleasure. Very Hellraiser. Ah, uh, yes. Which since you don't love horror movies, so. Don't worry, I've read the summary. <laughs> You're like, don't worry, I know. <laughs> I don't want you to think I haven't read the summary. So you know. It is a confusing movie to read a summary of, though, I'll say it. I oh, would think. I was going to say that one, you just have Very to. complicated. Yeah. 
There's a lot of ideas in there. I don't think you should watch it, though, because, like, real scary. Yeah. Yeah, well, don't people get torn apart? Oh, yeah. Actually. Yeah, that's like... I don't like to know about that. That happens, Mm -hmm. like, a couple times in the first one. Everybody's getting torn apart. Lots of body horror. Torn apart, yeah. Mm -hmm. Lots of that. But Hellfire Club had such sights to show you, basically. That's what they were here to do. (laughs) Just like Pinhead. Just like Pinhead. And they used to have the, the, like, so they had their nun sex parties. They would also have parties where you had to come in costume, kind of like, you know. Like an ABC party. Like an Eyes Wide Shut (laughs) kind of thing. Like that kind of vibe. That movie Eyes Wide Shut where they have that, like, crazy ritual. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. See, when you, if you see it, you'll, it's like the same If you know, you know. Yeah. Ick, yick. (laughs) so you would have to come in costume to these parties there was wine there was orgies there was ancient ritualistic symbols there were phallic symbols everywhere they were just all about it i love that like since the dawn of time people have been like drawing dicks on yeah they're just like dicks it's like haha you know it'll be funny i also love that because of your age i think you haven't seen eyes wide shut but it it like would have come out when maybe maybe we were like teens or something because mm-hmm. it's it's a Stanley Kubrick movie yeah. and like so it's actually like really long slow kind of boring yep. bananas mm. but there's like some sex stuff in it and I just it was for sure something that young teens were like sneaking a yep. viewing of <laughs> but like jokes on us because it is like a so high art up. film and so slow it's yes. like tom cruise and nicole kidman and you're like oh but they're a real couple at the time and all these things and it's like just cut to those kids being like when when, I, when does, does anyone want to fast happen? forward like this is so yeah oh it's my like god i haven't We're seen boobs yet what's happening walking again like i <laughs> No one's naked <laughs> yet. <laughs> and then it gets real fucked up and you're like, whoa, <laughs> what Ooh, have I done But it's here? also like tension. Like it's yeah. like not, it's not like. It's meant to be a cinematic experience. Exactly. Like, for, like highbrow. We're like pausing porkies to <laughs> yeah. put that in. And it's like, no, this is not, the, it's not, the, it's same. not the right yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been described as highbrow. So <laughs> I'll sit that one out. None it's of us. Very highbrow. It's very, very highbrow. <laughs> very highbrow. Um, they also had the largest collection of pornography in their underground library. That's a flex. The largest oh, collection in England. Excuse me. Oh, I don't want to no, I don't want to oversell it. Not <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Not in the world. Maybe we don't know. But they had a couple of meeting places, but as time went on, they got a ton of members, because that sounds great. And we need they needed I said we needed. <laughs> we needed a bigger place. Was that Freudian? <laughs> I was like, whoops. My my previous self, my previous life. In a past life. So they needed a bigger place for headquarters, for meeting places. So the first place that they got was an abandoned monastery. And it was in West Wycombe. It was like super run down, like big columns. And it was like super gothic looking, which definitely worked mm. with their vibe that they were trying to achieve. And this is when the members started calling themselves nuns or monks. They would refer to themselves as nuns or monks, but they were not. And on the top of the door, Dashwood, so this whole place is like really run down and gothic and like creepy, but he had this beautiful stained glass sign put above the door that said in Latin, and I'm not even going to try to to pronounce it, but it translates, I'm not going to read the Latin. It translates to do what thou wilt. Oh, I like that. Which is their motto. So he was like, come on in, do whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) I like that motto. motto. Do what thou wilt. Yeah. Why not? But then they switched to an even more spooky and metal, in my opinion, establishment. 
they went into legit caves underground. In 1748, Dashwood started using his money to have caves around Wycombe and under the monastery and some churches expanded into a network of caverns and tunnels. These tunnels actually run under the River Styx. Oh, (laughs) which I didn't even realize. I totally forgot that's like an actual thing (laughs) named after, obviously, the River Styx. Right. So it's it's got good vibes down there. Yeah, no, totally. Like we're, they like we're okay. shouldn't they shouldn't sage or anything. No, and this is when they adopted that motto of what goes underground stays underground. Mm. You know, Vegas. Discover the secret to healthy skin with Drunk Elephant's new Bora Barrier Repair Cream. This is their thickest, richest cream yet, and it's a perfect addition to your skincare routine. My skin has been ridiculously dry this winter season. Like, it it was painful. I'm not even kidding you. But if your skin is dry, if you have age-related chronic dryness, or if your skin just needs a little extra love post-procedure, let me tell you, this is the cream for you. Drunk Elephant's new Bora Barrier Repair Cream is a buttery, ultra-rich lipid cream that is a heavy freaking hitter for a compromised skin barrier. It provides a replenishing blend of ceramides, lipids, natural minerals, and potent antioxidant compounds that is clinically proven to provide 24-hour moisture, reduce redness, and firm skin. Let me tell you something. I've been using this for over a month now, definitely, and my skin does feel really firm, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, and it feels so replenished because let me tell you, like I said, it's been so dry, but not anymore thanks to the Bora Barrier Repair Cream. Discover Bora Barrier Repair Cream online or in store at Sephora or at DrunkElephant.com. So newspapers of this time period were all about this secret society. They would say that they were clearly performing rituals and sacrifices, although no evidence came forward of that. They were just saying it because they were mocking the church and doing things that were not great at the time. But they were going against society and morality, so they had to be the devil. That was just, we're mad. You either are with us or you are against us and you are the devil. So, devil. Now, near these caves is an inn, and and it has a pub in it too, and it's called the Georgian Dragon. And it was built in 1720, still stands, Many members of the Hellfire Club were frequent visitors to the inns and the bar and the lodgings there. And there's a ghost that is part Georgian Dragon and part Hellfire Club cave, kind of like a mismatch. Oh. And this ghost is a 16-year-old barmaid, and she used to work at the inns pub in the 18th century. Her name was Suki, and her her tale is actually pretty sad. Oh. So Suki was apparently beautiful, she was smart, she was savvy, she was like a cool chick, and she was very much sought after, especially by the people who traveled through the inn and got a drink at the pub. She was inter- she was not interested in anyone. She was like holding out. Suki was doing Suki. Yeah, she, standards. She had standards, she was not going to give in to them. So she was rebuffing most of these men's affections. She was like, no thank you. She was holding out for a nobleman. She was like, I'm gonna work my way up i i deserve better okay smart gal so she was waiting and finally one day this kind and handsome young traveler comes in and it's love at first sight they immediately are smitten with each other 
He keeps coming in. They're having this like adorable flirtation. And people believed he was likely part of the Hellfire Club, too, because he was a nobleman. Mm. And that, like, a lot of them came mm-hmm. through there. And again, he liked her, too. But, like, things were happening. So this sounds like a happy tale. It's like, cool. Suki got what she wants. Probably not. No. She's a tragic ghost. So three men who actually were lusting after Suki to an extreme degree, like, were not ready. They heard that she had fallen for someone else. Toxic masculinity goes deep, and rejection was not something that they were ready to take. They were not ready to just tuck their tails and walk out of the place. So they decided revenge was the only way to go about dealing with their sad feelings, which never ends well. No. So they put together a message, and they sent it to her at the inn. And in the message, it said that it was from her beloved like the man she was in love with, and he was asking her to meet him at the Hellfire Caves. <laughs> and Which, she was probably stoked. I would be stoked. I'd be like, all right. Because what happens underground stays underground. She's going to have a night. <laughs> she probably shaved her legs. <laughs> she shaved above the knee. It's crazy. Yeah, she was going to town. <laughs> and when he asked her to wear a white dress because he said, I want to run away and get married. I said, one away. I want to run away and marry you. <laughs> So wear your white dress. Uh-oh. And she's all excited. She's like, I'm going to dress like a bride. So she puts on her beautiful white dress. She goes down to the caves and she arrives there and she's just waiting for him, holding her lantern in those caves. Hours go by and she's waiting and he's not showing up. And then suddenly those three assholes walk out and they're laughing hysterically at her, humiliating her. She's pissed. So she was like, and she was also probably terrified. She's in a dark cave with these three. Yeah. I would not be psyched. So she's angry and she's yelling at them and being like, how dare you? They retaliated by all three of them throwing rocks at her. Like taunting her and throwing rocks at her. Eventually she got hit in the head with a rock that cracked her skull, knocked her out. The three gentlemen run out of the cave. Taking her lantern with them. So she is now in complete and utter darkness, just bleeding out on the ground. And somehow, by someone, no one knows who, someone must have come and brought her back to her room at the inn. And they must have wrapped her head in some kind of like towel of some sort. But no one called a doctor. No one called anyone. They just placed her in her bed and she was left there bleeding. She was found dead the next morning. What? Yeah. The fuck? No. I don't like it. I yeah. don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't like it. Suki did not either because Suki is pissed. And she probably has a lot of unfinished business in both of these places. She's seen a ton now. Today she is seen at this second uh, <laughs> in the inn itself. And she's walking through the hallways, people say, dressed uh-huh. in her white gown. No. She's like an angry bride. No. Yeah. She brings a heavy draft of cold air and leaves one wherever she, she goes. <laughs> no, I don't like to hear it. Ooh, my dead bride reference was <laughs> topical. It was. Well, I'm just throwing up. I don't like it. You're like, oh, like no, this. I'm just vomiting. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm just driving. <laughs> I'm actually just going to need a I'm second. like, wait, wait, wait. Let, like let me let you drive. <laughs> you know, I don't like them. Well, and it's even like worse because guests will see her. They'll wake up in their beds no. and see Suki no. sitting no. at the vanity mirror in their room or at the edge of their bed. And she's said to be just sad and not, she doesn't have a threatening feel to her. But the scary part is when people see her, she still has the cloth wrapped around her head that's soaked in blood. 
And she'll just turn around and stare at them and then vanish. Uh, I wish you guys could see Cam's face right now. Cam is not well. I don't like ghosts. I don't like ghosts. I asked for this. (laughs) So now that prank wasn't funny. That prank that they pulled on Suki turned into murder. So there's Started as a prank, ended in murder. But apparently, the Hellfire Club was a bunch of pranksters. Like, they were known to be a bunch of pranksters. I thought this was funny. It has nothing to do with ghosts, but I just thought it was funny. Mostly, the, their pranks were at other people's expense. And there was a report that the Earl of Sammy there, John Earl Montague, and Dashwood himself, actually attended a church service in town one day, and they brought with them a tiny monkey and released it into the service and the whole place thought it was actually the devil himself, and they fled in terror. Obsessed. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> Intense. Especially if you've never, so if you have no context for a monkey. I'm yeah. Not, like, you're just like, I'm what assuming the hell maybe that not everybody has seen a monkey. Exactly. <laughs> era. That is the devil himself. Yeah, especially probably not in England. I also, where did they yeah. get a monkey? I also feel bad for the monkey. I know. It's not cool <laughs> to like use unwilling animals in your pranks. Like that probably wasn't But that great. monkey, he was probably like, let's fuck shit up. But that's funny. But also Benjamin Franklin, who I said was a member, mm. he's said to also still be hanging down in those caves sometimes. Ooh. He was good pals mm. with Dashwood. He became part of the club while the caves were happening. And he apparently had a chamber in the cave named after him. It was his like special chamber. I don't like the idea of a yeah. chamber. I don't I like the idea of him a being a Franklin ghost for chamber. some reason. I don't mind him as a ghost. I don't know why. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> I don't want a bride to be a ghost. Yeah. I don't want anyone to be sitting anywhere. No. no. I don't like that. Especially no. not on your bed when you wake up. I don't up. like the idea of them turning around. Here's things I don't like. Yeah. When people are walking down the hall, if it's a ghost, mm. don't walk down the hall. Don't but walk down the hall. If you can't see me, you walk right through me. Get out mm. of here. Get out of yes, here. I don't like cold <laughs> air. Yeah, I don't like that. No. But Benjamin Franklin, if he was just probably just like, I'm doing a lot of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't really know anything about him except that he's like, doing he a did lot of stuff. Work. Yeah. And that's essentially what he's still doing. So you're correct. He's yeah. really just looking around his chamber. That's fine. I'm yeah, okay with that. He can do that. He doesn't bother anyone. But it's kind of funny because American tourists will be like, it's so weird that it looks like the guy on the money. Like, they're like, I saw this guy down there and he's like the guy on the money. And they're like, yeah, that's Benjamin Franklin. That's, that's the guy like himself. <laughs> like, we know. We're like, yeah. But yeah, he's just down there apparently just searching for something. Nobody really knows what. Maybe he dropped his glasses in there and he's looking Ooh, forever. But I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that he's searching <gasps> for something. Because what is he searching for? Yeah. What do you do in there? Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. So that's what this is all about, is what I'm saying. I also don't like ghosts that scream. No. Just had to throw that out there. We've run into a lot of stories where a ghost will just shriek and then disappear. No. No, I don't think they do that. I don't like that. that. They don't do that. No, they would never do that to me. I get overstimulated (laughs) with a lot of sound and that would like send me into a... (laughs) I'd have to go. You'd wall yourself up in a church. I would. I would. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, would do that. I don't like So we have Benjamin Franklin, who's not, he's just kind of like looking around. We have Suki, who's really angry, really sad, and just running around with a bleeding head. Poor Suki. Now, the Georgian dragon itself was also the site of a robbery that turned into murder. Mm. Like right in the inn. 
And this man, who I could not find a name for, was murdered actually in the pub part of the inn. And now people can hear him walking with a heavy boot up and down the main staircase. That's like his haunt. And I found a case where someone was so upset one night about the constant slamming of what sounded like heavy feet just up and down that they yelled out for it to stop. And it stopped when they did that. But then it continued until the person left, like Mm -hmm. kept going until they left. They said, this is my residual haunt and you're not going (laughs) to tell me what I can and can't do. I am getting my steps in. Get off me. This is the kind of thing where like people then deliberately stay at this place. Yeah. Because they're different than me. Because they're different (laughs) than me. Yeah, that's like us. Like, we yeah. would go stay there. Yeah. I no, want to go see these caves, mind. but I'm scared you to wanna... go in caves. Why don't we go do an in-person recording? Yeah. Are you going to come? At the thing? At the thing? With ghost? Yeah. If I see ghost, I'll die. I'll die. Then, I'll go into then it'll be my ghost, and my ghost will just be saying to people, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw, Imagine a ghost whispering in your oh ear. God. I, I saw, saw a ghost. ghost. You might be the coolest fucking ghost of all time. You would be the scariest <laughs> ghost. Imagine. <gasps> I saw a ghost. I'd be like, oh, oh. a ghost. Oh my God. <laughs> I like that. You should put that in your back pocket. Holy shit. Keep that, keep that idea in your brain. Oh so man. Scary. That's good. It's oh, so scary. That just gave me the chills. Ah. I keep the, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that at all. So we'll talk about one or yeah, one one or two more little ones. So we got Paul Whitehead. Do you know him? No, no, you don't. don't no, worry. but I had to go to a dermatologist <laughs> because of him once. What? <laughs> 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 well, he is another one that is haunting the cave in kind of the surrounding areas. Now, Paul Whitehead was an important part of the Hellfire Club in the adjacent communities, I would say. He was the secretary and manager of the entire organization. He knew everything about the club, its goings-on. That meant he knew everything about very powerful and important people. Oh, So this guy was like someone you either had to kill to make sure your stuff wasn't leaked out, or you had to be real nice to him. So he was a pretty powerful guy. But he went so far... As to obviously, he knew a lot. This is how we know some shit was going down in there because he went so far as to burn all books and papers that had anything to do with the club in like a huge bonfire. And there are reports that he said to those there during that this time neither history nor my critics shall, shall judge me by my works. No man shall pick over my words and divine the sublime. So he's like, I'm not going to give you shitheads anything. <laughs> Yeah, that's like everybody deleting their Twitter history. Literally. Yeah. It's (laughs) like he just went off the grid immediately. But what's weird, six hours after he did this, he died in his bed. Ooh. Do you think he knew he was heading out? I think he might have known. And he was like, I can't leave all this shit. Yeah. What in the world? What in the world? No such thing as a coincidence. And does he come back as a ghost with no paperwork? He does, actually. That's part of his haunt. How did you know? So this, (laughs) he's always (laughs) just looking for, like, an administrative employee around. He's like, help. He's like, are there any MA works left? Someone help me. But it gets even weirder because he left in his will. He wanted to leave his body to science, which, like, good on him. Hmm. But he wanted his heart, in particular, to be left to Sir Francis Dashwood to take his heart and have it placed in an urn and put on display in the caves. That's really funny. Why around. are you, why? Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And Dashwood did it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did it. What do you mean by on display? 
Like, just put it in an urn and you wanted that but urn. But is the urn yeah. see-through? I don't think so. I think it was, so well, the urn was on stupid. display. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm, but don't worry, because apparently people would visit this urn forever Wait, and they would open it, take the heart out and play ball with it. Like play catch with it. That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I thought they would hear a beating heart. I thought yeah. that I thought it would be a spooky, not inappropriate sports. Yeah, That's just so inappropriate sports. Spooky, inappropriate sports. <laughs> You're cursed. <laughs> you can't touch somebody's heart without consent. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they you know what, figuratively though? or literally. Here's what I'll say about this. It's like growing up in the Catholic Church. None of this is like spookier than anything that's just normalized in that faith and religion. Because, like, for instance, saints are just like chopped up, yeah, and then their body, different body parts, are put in under different altars as like the reason that that particular church is rad. Like somebody's <laughs> head is somewhere, yeah. and then they're like fingers somewhere else. You know, that's what like relics are. Yeah. And that is, it's all cute until you like grow up and think about it. Until you like, actually. <laughs> I never no! knew that. You're <laughs> like, like, wait a minute. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that gnarly? I had no idea that that was a thing. I just love oh, like, yeah, this church like, is rad because the saints fingers under the altar. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's like a whole, it's a whole. Th- and also this is, I mean, cause I was a theology student, like lived in Rome for a little while. Like this is, this was like this, all of the spooky stuff. Like I've been to the, there are sub catacombs beneath the Vatican that I've been to. Oh, that wow. only a certain number of people are allowed to go to every year because your breath <gasps> degrades it. And there's oh, like hermetically sealed doors. Oh. And then it's like, you have like 10 seconds to walk through and then like the door shuts again. Oh my God. You know? That's and like, cool. by the way, also there is a, there is a Pope who the lore is because Popes are not embalmed. And then they had to dig john the 23rd they had to like dig him up to move his body or whatever and then when they opened the thing he was not decayed so then what they did was they put him in a glass case in in the in saint peter's he's like you can see him and i think that actually the church has said since then like no he is embalmed but the reason people were initially interested is because he was not embalmed and you could see his entire body like i've seen his entire body it looks like it's carved out of wood it's horrifying but my point is Nobody's ball with it, but they did put it in a glass. <laughs> Nobody's playing ball. So all of these, like, all of, I mean, also, like, ghosts aren't really a thing, but, like, angels. Jesus. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I will, I'm going to strike that. The Jesus, ghost. One of the most famous, <laughs> yep. if not the most famous ghost of yep. all time. Is he you know, the Holy Spirit? Around. Was it again? Is he the Holy Spirit? Because then there's no, another one. No, no, no. One. But, you know, he, he was, he was killed. He was he right. was uh, crucified, and then he came back three days later. Then he walked Ghost. around and he said to all of his friends, "If you don't believe it's me, put your hand inside of my body where I've been stabbed by a like a what is this a spear? Or do you want to touch? Your, put your fingers inside of my hands where I was nailed like, to the cross." My I point is like, that. no, that's <laughs> yeah, nice exactly. All of his friends were like, "Okay, Jesus." So my, like, you know. I trust you. And then we t- we like painted pictures of that and like put it up everywhere yeah. we're, and we're just like this is so cute but it's like horrifying <laughs> so that's there's nothing that more is spooky. truly yeah. spooky yeah. well and that's i wonder if this whole thing like put my heart in an urn and put it on display is almost like a little like nudge at like the mm-hmm. relics kind of thing like this is our holy place yeah quote unquote that we're mocking religion 
down That's here. That's gotta like, be something. You know, there's gotta be something there. And then, then assholes just came and played ball with his heart. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, whoa. Just that it's that more than one person had the idea to take the heart out and play catch is I don't know. unfathomable to me. Unfathomable. Unfathomable. Stupid, really limited resources. Inconceivable <laughs> is what it is. It just doesn't. It seems so splattery. Anyway, yeah. I, and then eventually it's going to get crusty and it's going to start crisping and falling apart. It crisps. Oh, I don't like know it's what gonna dry to out. Parts, but I feel like you probably do know what yeah. happens. Yeah, she does. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's going to dry out eventually. Like, it's going to take a while, but it's going to dry out and then it's just going to start getting gnarly. Yeah, I and it's gonna love s- that. That thing's going to smell. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. that's Your hands are going to smell for a while. But I think back then they were all just smelly anyways. That started a plague. I know yeah. it. They were so smelly that if one of them had touched a decaying part, the other people would not have known. <laughs> Probably not. You never know. That's no that's one even just knew. A whole, uh, thing. Anyway, wow. Yeah, it's wild. I, and the heart was stolen. It's oh. not even there anymore. Eighteen twenty nine. It got stolen by some. They claim it's an Australian soldier, but I don't know if that was just being like they did it. But no basis. <laughs> but there's no actual basis. But the urn is still around, just sans heart. Hmm. And people will see Paul now, Paul Whitehead, the heart man, they'll see him looking for his heart in the caves. Oh, that's sad. And around the areas of the Georgian Dragon Inn. And they say he believe they believe that he's also trying to, which I don't know if I believe this. He went to a lot of trouble to get rid of those secrets. People think he's trying to unveil, like finally reveal the secrets of the Hellfire Club. I don't think so. So he's looking for like wow papers <laughs> to be like ah that he knows he burned <laughs> yeah like maybe maybe he left some in there mm. and only he knows where it's hidden and now he's looking for it the- it's like when you put something in a spot and you're like that's, that's a, a good special spot. spot i'm gonna find that and then you f- spend the rest of eternity looking for it yeah well look and i have to go in a moment but i do have to say that of those two things a ghost looking for its own heart is so much scarier than a ghost who's just misplaced <laughs> yes <we're> just <laughs> I'm gonna go with the looking for the heart. Yeah, I'm that's way that's my, way more scary. Has anyone seen my like? I have like a W two. I <laughs> it was here before I died, and if you can find it, because I, I swore I'd remember where I put it. Is still alive, and yeah, I owe back taxes. Like that. <laughs> so <laughs> if we could just facilitate this real quick, that'd be great. <laughs> Get it quick. And you know what? The last thing I'll say before we have to end this because it's just hilarious is there it was also said that the sandwich was actually created down in the hellfire caves because the earl of sammy would ask people down there to bring him salted pieces of beef between bread and then they would do their gambling and he would be eating it so his friends would be like hey get me what or um i'll have the same as sandwich that's what they would say and they would all get them and now you're eating a hellfire sandwich awesome now that's that's how you hold a Heart. Hell yeah. Between two pieces of bread. Yes, a salted <laughs> heart between two pieces of bread. Wow. Thank you, Elena. <laughs> and thank you, Cam, for joining us today. We know you are so busy. So that was so cool of you to hang out with us today. Yeah, it was so um it was so nice to be here. And you know, since I currently live in a hotel, thanks so much for all of this hotel ghost material you're welcome i hope you don't run into suki tonight and let us know is it is there anything that you want to plug 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 oh you know what's really fun right now that i'm just enjoying is like 
I just really make these videos. I'm like, look, I do a zillion things, but one thing I'm really think is fun right now is I make these, I make these videos on my Instagram. I think they're fun too. I love them so much. (laughs) So I think people should just go watch those. They're really, they're just, they're just stupid little reels. They're delightful. They make me happy. Yeah. They make us happy too. They'll make you happy. Go follow Cam on Instagram, you people. Yeah. I feel like it's like, I think they'll work for this audience. Yeah, I yeah. think so, too. Oh, absolutely. We'll put it in the show notes so that you guys can just click and find. Well, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. We hope that you keep listening, and we hope that you keep it weird. weird. But not so weird that you're a ghost that haunts Cam's hotel, because she <laughs> does not like that. <laughs> Follow Morbid on the Wondery app, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to episodes early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hey, weirdos. We have a ton of episodes that we think you will just love. But if you scroll down the feed just a bit, there's one we think you should definitely check out if you missed it. Episode 531, Tom Bird and Lorna Anderson Eldridge, is one of our favorite episodes. And you might even get a little bit more out of it, especially in light of the viral TikTok series, Who the Fuck Did I Marry?, that is taking the internet by storm. Here's the deal, you guys. Tom Bird and Lorna Anderson, they wanted to spend their lives together. But there was a catch. They were already married to other people. So they did as deviants do, and they devised a mischievous and murderous plan to rid themselves of their respective spouses. But just how far were they willing to go with their lies? And would they get away with it? You can find this episode by following Morbid and scrolling back a little bit to episode 531, Tom Bird and Lorna Anderson Eldridge, or by searching Morbid Bird Anderson wherever you listen to podcasts.